What's up, you guys? We're so happy you're here to listen to us today. This is Leah and Brittany. You know the vibes. This is a mindful podcast. We got a little bit of humor and gossip thrown in here, and we are so excited for you to listen to this episode today. Welcome, listeners. Welcome to our ninth episode of You Know the Vibes podcast with Leah and Brittany. We're so excited to be here. Brittany, I feel like we haven't like spoken a whole lot lately. We've just been crushing it with interviews, talking with other people. We both have been just like kind of crushing life lately. Yes. Um, well, kind so we of. haven't really <laughs> spoken. <laughs> well, so I just feel like we haven't spoken a lot. So I want us to like catch up, let our listeners catch up what with what we're doing yeah so i have been snowboarding like crazy it's the end of this i know you have i'm so sad that it's ending that it's coming to an end like i swear snowboarding kind of like saved me through corona through the winter part of yeah to kind of dodge uh seasonal depression i mean it but so i had some friends in town snowboarded and one of my friends actually had never snowboarded before so i was teaching her and i had such a good time just like talking her through things and just like yeah trying to be helpful you know so i've been looking into snowboarding certifications to teach on the mountains because technically it's illegal to teach without being part of like the mountain so like you have to be like an employee oh. of like Breckenridge or whatever to be actually able to teach and you can like if not like you're held liable and you can actually be banned for, from the mountain if they oh my gosh i was like oh what Jesus. that's like so cool though that you can be certified in that so like what goes into that um so is it in-person training it's an online at first that you do like all the online stuff and then you meet with somebody later on and i you know like i'm just trying to one day get out of my job so i'm trying to like set myself up for like cool things to do because of course i know that i need to work but I am just not meant for a nine to five. It's funny because like my dad, his entire life, he was always talking about, about how he can't have, like he doesn't want a boss and he doesn't want us to have to have bosses. And like, I never understood that growing up. I was like, why can't you just like work? And now I understand it. Like, yeah, I totally understand it completely. I don't want to have a boss. I don't want to work a nine to five, but I still want to make money. But so if, if, this is also coming from left field with human design stuff. Like I'm a man manifesting mm-hmm. generator and they always recommend for manifesting generators to go off like the beaten path. Like, you know, your, your goal in life is to, you know, show the rest of the world that we can like follow our dreams and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, one day I need to quit my job, but first off I need to pay off my credit card bills. So yes, <laughs> pay off. <laughs> Pay off some debt, have a plan in place, have something that you can use while you're getting things together and then get the fuck out of corporate, corporate life. Oh, I need to get out of the corporate life. So actually my mom is always, she lives in South Florida in a very cool area, got, has a two bedroom condo on a golf course and very close to the beach. She's keeps telling me to move with her. Which, of course, is like a scary, that's like terrifying to move back in with your parents. Absolutely terrifying. Because no matter what, like parents, it's 
very hard for parents to exit the parenting role. And I don't think they do. Yeah. And then it's very hard right? for us to exit the child role, you know? Yeah. And so like, that's like the only thing that gives me hesitation about moving in with my mom, because I know that like, she's right. Like, I wouldn't have to worry about anything. Like the house is paid, like bills are paid and she's a great cook. Um, <laughs> so I could just like do my own thing, but man, like imagine moving back in with your parents. No, I no. know. I know. Absolutely not. I know. Sorry, mom, if you're listening, but I might do it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you could do like summer in Florida summer and, and then, then Florida winter or back in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So I can, you that's can literally what I've been thinking, like something I need to do, so figure out something for my summer times, but winters are always going to be spent in Colorado. And, you know, so like you can be an employee of the mountain, you get a free pass and stuff like that. It, I mean, it's expensive to live up there, but I'm sure that there's something that they do. So my, I have a friend um, that lives out here. Her name is Roberta and I met her in middle school and that's how she moved out here. Originally, she was um, working on the mountains in Mm-hmm. Um, steamboat and now she lives in Denver and has like a corporate job as well but I, that just sounds amazing to me to just work on the mountain and just be there all the time and snowboard yeah. whenever I want <sighs> so I know people who have worked on lifts and stuff and like have done the seasonal thing yeah like on in mountain towns and as far as like I can understand you usually have to get another job like bartending yeah. Or, well, you have yoga, though. Yeah. Like, you have yoga and the human design stuff. So maybe that could be your opportunity to continue building that. Yeah, to actually, While like, working on the mountain. Totally. And I could use, like, the summer to get, mm-hmm. get a, like, a good clientele or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but you I can do it. I've been putting it off. So I was actually talking to Melanie about this yesterday. I was like, I haven't been doing any yoga teaching at all because of the the podcast I've been just like I'm it's really hard for me to do like multiple things at once and I always bring you up when I talk about stuff like that I'm like I don't know how Leah does it she just like has an (laughs) engine that never stops (laughs) so you can like it's called anxiety (laughs) (laughs) you can juggle so many things yeah I cannot And so I need to start like working on that. And I think it's, I think the reason I can't is because of my like disorganization in life in general. It could be. I think it's also, um, it could have a lot to do with upbringing. It could have a lot to do with just like the way you've been living. Like you did high school, did college, corporate job. Like you've worked on the one thing and the one passion towards the one goal Whereas I have never done anything conventional. I've never been taught that you're only allowed to do one thing. I've actually always been taught and always lived the life that you can literally do as many things as you want. And there's no such thing as only doing one thing. So like a lot of times you'll see, you'll see these people that are in different types of industries and you're like, well, that's weird. They don't match. It's like, well, they, what do they have to like, why, why would you do two different things that are within the same realm when you can do two or three different things that are in different realms? Yeah. Amen. You know, like you don't have to do the same thing over and over and you don't have to do the same thing day to day. And I think that's also how I do so many things because I actually cannot do the same things every single day. Yeah. It like drives me insane. That's so weird because it's really hard for me to switch focus. Yeah. I don't know. I like, 
I just, I have so many things in my brain at all times of like things that I need to do, things that I want to do, things that I like am working on. And I will have to turn it off and be like, okay, uh, bitch, stop opening up new tabs on your computer. Stop working on <laughs> five things at the same time and you need to finish this one. Because yeah. I will, like, I'll be doing like programming and then I'll go and see something on my website that needs to be fixed. I'm like, fuck. And I go and I fix that. And then that brings me to my email and then I'm like, ah, shit, I never answered that email. So then I go and I answer that, which then brings me to go update something else. And then I'm like, whoa, you are programming. (laughs) Close out (laughs) these fucking tabs. Yes. So there's obviously pros and cons to doing like a bunch of things versus like having one thing that you do. Yeah. But yeah, and it's, you know, it's different personalities, of course, as well, different types of people, whereas you and I are really, really similar. But of course, there's still things that are like very different about you and I. Totally. I see. I feel like I'm someone that people are like, well, what's Leah doing now? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. <laughs> like, what the fuck is she doing now? Absolutely. Like those pictures yeah. that you posted with Madison, I was like, <gasps> yeah. Oh my God, you guys look so good. You guys look, I God, love I'm, the green. I am so obsessed with those photos. I, we just, we just got the final edits back today. Yes. And go and I'm tell dying. us the name again. I love the name. Okay. So, okay. So to catch up the listeners. So my best friend who I've spoken about on here before, I don't know if I've really ever said her name, but her name is Madison. And she and I have been friends for 13 years. Which shows you how old we are because we met bartending. It's not, we're like, we're not childhood friends. <laughs> so we've been friends for a very long time. We bartended together. We also were event and wedding coordinators together for a couple years. So Wait, that's, pause. you know, yeah. I, I interned under some wedding coordinators. That's weird that we have that oh, same really? like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's wild. I didn't know that. I fucking loved doing weddings. Maddie and I, I call her Maddie. We talk about it all the time, how like we'd go back into event planning instantly. In a second. We both were so good at it. It was so fun. Loved it. You're part of people's like favorite and most special day, you know? Yes. It's so fun. Yes. So anyway, we've known each other a long time. We trust each other. As we all know, I'm a Pisces. Well, Madison is a Virgo, which Brittany, you and I know that Pisces and Virgos usually get along like so, so well and can no, sister work signs. together. Yes. No, yeah. Sister signs. And so it's really great because so I'm more of like a rule breaker, more of like a rebel, more of a fuck it type of gal. And Madison is a rule follower. No fuck it's, no fuck it's come out of her mouth. <laughs> you do everything correctly, everything in order to plan. It's written out, it's organized. And it's a really great mixture of the two of us because I can tell her like, hey, uh, you're being a little psycho. Or she can tell me, Leah, we're going to get arrested. <laughs> so, so I say that because now um, we have started a company. We have the LLC and everything. We are ready to go. We're launching in June. It's called Merit and Maine. And we the bulk of what we'll be doing is transaction coordination for real estate agents, which is basically just paperwork and filing. Kind it's like kind of like the equivalent of you being a paralegal to a lawyer where like you do everything except like go to court. So like transaction coordinators do everything for, for real estate agents except actually like sell and show houses. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. And so I actually know absolutely nothing about real estate, but Madison does. Madison is licensed in real estate and she's a licensed broker and she did it for a few years, but she doesn't love selling houses. So we're doing the stuff that she and I both will be really good at. 
Yeah. And, and we did a super glam photo shoot last week and Brittany oh, got to see the photos. It was so fun. It was so great. And now I'm like, well, shit, I need to be like dressing up more and doing like more photos like this because this was fun. Yes. And they just turned out so good. And uh, you they said that, that that photographer just did it like quick. It was just like. Yes. Hey, so, yeah, her name is Katya. She's a Atlanta branding photographer. And what we did was technically a mini session. It was supposed to only be 30 minutes, but it ended up being close to an hour just because the photographer was getting pretty into it. Yeah. But yeah, it was just a mini session, no outfit changes. And we got, well, she, we got a lot of really, really great images, but we only paid for 20. So (laughs) we got 20 images out of it, which obviously for branding and marketing is plenty. So add that to the roster of things that I'm doing. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But before we get too far into continuing our catch up, Brittany, let's go ahead and get that astrology reading out there so that those that maybe don't always listen to everything, but they're waiting on this astrology reading so we can know what to expect this week. Let's get that out there. Okay. So last time we did the astrology reading, it was a new moon. So it's been You know, it's going to be two weeks since that one. So we're going to have a full moon. Mm -hmm. So this full moon is actually entering into Scorpio, (laughs) everyone's favorite sign. (laughs) So that means that like some much needed truths are likely going to be coming to light, especially in the areas of like your private life. So so those like really like hate hate when you say this, Brittany, I hate when you're like, oh, secrets are going to come out like no secrets are coming out, especially with like your closest confidant. So everyone be aware, be looking. Um, you may even go digging for truth, which we, you know, you never recommend that because if you're looking for something, you will always find it. But just always. remember that um, Scorpio, the full moon in Scorpio is very transformative and it's a time to just let go of things as well. So go ahead and light a candle, do a full moon ritual and release the things that no longer serve you. So you breathe in and you exhale fuck it (laughs) (laughs) so let me ask you Brittany because I'm sure there's other people that are curious and I probably should know this but I don't know if I do so okay so the moon is going into Scorpio you and I both have Scorpio in our charts does that mean anything different to someone who doesn't have Scorpio in their chart Um, So I think it just means that me and you are, well, so we're used to our Scorpio-ness coming out. So we we probably won't have such a hard time during this full moon. But people who don't have Scorpio, they're not used to these like uh, kind of like life transformation ideas or the human experience ideas, you know, like Mm -hmm. they might struggle a little tiny bit more. Um, especially when it comes to like those secrets or, or just releasing things in general. Yeah. And is that okay? So is that and that's for like any of the moons, any of your charts, right? Like if you, if we're in like a, I don't know, Taurus, like I don't have Taurus in my chart at all. So I would maybe feel whatever those effects are more than like my Mm -hmm. sister, Nancy, who does have she's Taurus. Yeah. And I wouldn't even say more, it would just be like, it, it catch you off guard. Like what, what is happening? That kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas like, we will be like, oh, this is just life. This is just, (laughs) we just deal with this all the time. It's a fucking Tuesday. (laughs) We're always finding out some secrets. God damn. Literally always. Always. I am, and Brittany, I feel, I, I don't know, actually, you'll have to, you'll have to tell me, but 
I have always my whole life been the person that people just come to unprompted. I don't ask for it. I don't ask for gossip or tea or secrets or whatever, but it's just, it comes, it comes to, to me. You. Yeah. Right. Um, to me, it used to, it used to, but now I'm just like vibing in my own little world. <laughs> Yeah. I like, I feel like I'll tell a story and I, I've done it to you. I know plenty of times, but I'll start it out with, I shouldn't know all of this about this person, (laughs) but I do do know all the (laughs) teeth, but it's not, it's just, it's so ridiculous because I truly, I, I mean, sometimes I go looking for it, but I'm usually looking for it because somebody gave me like bits and pieces of something and I'll be like, all right, let me, I'll go find out the rest. Yeah. I need to research this a little bit more. Yeah. But like, I shouldn't know all of the things that I do about people. And I don't yeah. know if it's just because people like feel confident telling me shit. Well, I think you're just like very friendly. You're a very friendly. Yeah. Person. So like you are uh, really good at like keeping relationships alive and like, fostering those relationships so people feel just comfortable like well i know leah's gonna be there so let me let me confide in her about this or that maybe yeah maybe that's what it is like i'll always respond yeah i'll always answer i'm never gonna be like wow i can't believe you just fucking said that to me yes yes like i'll never be like sorry you shouldn't say that to me yeah (laughs) please don't say that yeah yeah okay well that's good good uh a little insight to it. <laughs> so I wanted to tell you, Brittany, about my habits. Okay, tell and me. All of the thi- and like how I've been doing because are we – how many weeks are we now of me doing my habits? Three, four, three or four. Three or four. Three or four. I wanted to tell you because, you know, you are such an inspiration to me. And I don't know if I tell you this enough. I know. I don't think oh. I, need, I tell you this enough, but you really are because I've I've watched you change your life and change your mindset over years, you know, yeah. from being in a really dark space to being who you are now. Yeah. Like when people see you now, you know, in some of the various like group messages we're in and you'll post something and someone will be like, oh. Brittany, you're such a breath of fresh air. Oh my gosh, Brittany, this is so amazing. Oh my gosh, Brittany, I wish I could do what you're doing. And I know that, and you always respond, Brittany's blushing, but I'm being very serious. Like you'll always respond with, oh, you know, it's like you're very humble. You'll be like, well, it's taken a lot of work. Oh, it's a lot of practice. Oh, I do it every single day. And I just want to say for anyone who's listening, and if you've maybe watched Brittany's transformation from the outside, she really has put in the work and really, really has every single day put in a lot of effort. And I remember last year, was it last year when you you messaged me and Amber one day and you were like, okay, I just want to apologize to you guys for me always like bitching and complaining about things because I've noticed that I'm only complaining to you. And every time I talk to George, I'm only complaining to George and I'm just going to start making a conscious effort to just stop complaining. And that was like the first of it. That was the start of it. And then from, from then you started actively reading more. You started doing yoga. You started doing things that were allowing you to stop complaining. Yeah. And so it's no secret. You and I have kind of spoken about it inadvertently here and there, Brittany, but it's no secret between you and I that 
this last winter, I'm going to say summer, this last winter was really hard on me and I was becoming really negative, really complaining, really bitchy all the time. And it was really hard for me to recognize because it's like, okay, well, I got put on antidepressants and anti-anxiety. Like, I don't understand why I'm this way when I got put on medication. Well, this is to bounce off of that therapy and self, self-help episode that Brittany and I had two weeks ago, episode seven, is that medication is not the, the savior. Yeah. yeah. Like being medicated, it really just helps suppress the feelings or maybe physical effects of whatever it is that you're battling, just in the sense of like, if you have a headache and you take ibuprofen, it'll get rid of the headache, but it doesn't mean that the cause of the headache is fixed. Yes. Right. So I like to think about it as like a chemical, it's a chemical imbalance. Like the reason we're on medication is because we have a chemical imbalance up here somewhere in our body. Right. And so you need medicine to one, balance that out, but then you need to still do like the work with your new, newfound self, your new balanced self. Right. Yes. So with that, after being medicated for five-ish months, and I still was like almost getting worse. And this is really hard for me, you guys. So even though my voice might be kind of upbeat right now, this is like so hard for me to say is that I know how negative I was being and how like gossipy and complainy I was being. And it's largely because of some of the people that were in my life, for sure, right? Like there's no doubt that the people that you speak to, see, hang around, associate with on a regular basis will always have an impact on your life. So Birds of a feather. Yes. And I know that that might sound conflicting because Brittany and I are obviously so close and Brittany has done so much work in her life to become a happy and positive person. But unfortunately, Brittany's positivity did not overshadow a lot of the negativity I had. So anyway, long explanation short is we cut out the negativity as far as people go. And I started the habits that I told you guys all about two weeks ago of reading six minutes a day. I still have it surpassed the six and that's okay. We're just working on six minutes a day. And we're, I'm making sure that I'm spending more time outside and I'm making sure I'm drinking the amount of water that I need to drink. And I'm just like being so much more cautious and aware of what I'm doing. Conscious. Conscious. (laughs) Cautious. (laughs) Thank you. I'm being more conscious of what I'm doing, of what I'm thinking, of what I'm saying. And it's really just made the biggest, biggest difference in my life. And now I know it's also getting warmer out and I know that the sun is out more and that, of course, has a huge part to do with it as well. But I just got to say that I am so much happier every day of my life. I'm smiling more. I'm laughing more. I also... Did I, did I tell you that I've also been dancing? You've been dancing? Okay. Okay. Listen. Leah. This is a good one. Okay. Listen. Wait. Hold on. I just want to tell all the listeners that <laughs> Leah is not a dancer and she she is not. Like she 
will not allow it's herself. Like, no, <laughs> I I am a very extroverted person, very outgoing, but dancing to me is the most like humiliating thing. <laughs> I like nothing. Nothing can embarrass me more. I would rather do what Amber did yesterday and think that what? someone is waving at me, but they're actually waving to the person behind me than to dance in public. Okay. You guys okay. need to know the extreme. Very. Okay. We set the tone. All right. So part of my newfound positivity, fixing my brain shit, I find, you know, cause uh, our phones are listening to us and the algorithms on TikTok are really insane. And so I keep seeing all of these, you know, positive self-help videos. And I've seen not one, not two, but three fucking videos of these people who set out on a journey to positivity. And all three of them started dancing every day. Mm -hmm. And I, so, you know, I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to see what happens. Fuck it, right? If it doesn't do anything, it doesn't do anything. So every day, and it's on my little habit tracker thing that I, the app that I have, Brittany, 30 seconds of dancing. That's it. Perfect. 30 seconds. I love it. I'm, I usually do it at the gym. Like, not, not in front of people. Oh my God. Like, I do it in the gym when, <laughs> I do it when I'm by myself in the gym. <laughs> I can't. That's hilarious. Not in front of people. So I do it like by myself or like in my bedroom or, okay, this one actually is big. When I'm teaching at the hit, the hit classes, I dance. You'll do a music. little like, yeah, like, I, and it's nothing crazy. It's just like, yeah. you know, just some, some shoulder sp- swerves, oh, yeah. some hip, some hip swerves, some arm dancing, nothing crazy, but I make sure that I do it for 30 seconds straight. There you go. I, I think it's, it's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so great. It's so fun, especially because like, it doesn't matter. You know, I think the reason why I've always been so anti-dancing is because I'm like, oh, I don't know how to dance. Or like, oh, I'm a bad dancer. Oh, I don't want anyone to judge me. But it's like, dancing is actually probably one of the few things in life that there actually isn't rules. Like people might make them up and someone might say like, oh, that person's a bad dancer, but that is completely subjective, right? So I- Like there's forms of dance I don't like, but it doesn't mean that they're bad dancers. It's just, I just don't like that form. Totally. So my friend Russell, he lives in Australia. He once told me, a, I don't know if it's a story or like a an aside. I have no idea, but he was like, <laughs> there's, there's a group of kids and a speaker asked them who can dance and all the kids raised their hand but then they asked the same question to a group of adults and you know one or two people raised their hand and the question is like what is the difference here and the difference is we've been socialized through our upbringing that you know only certain people dance because they've been training to dance or only certain people can dance because they you know they they just have better movement they have better better mm-hmm. rhythm etc but it's not even about that it's like what your sister taught me Kylie create shitty art every day it doesn't matter what it looks like it doesn't yeah. matter what it sounds like it doesn't matter how you know nothing none of that matters it's art yeah. regardless yeah Love it. It doesn't matter. I love that. Yeah. Because literally everyone can dance. Yeah. Right. Everyone, like you can move your body in some capacity. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's what I've been doing. And I am, yeah, I'm happy about it. So dancing, 
where I'm not, so I'm not journaling because I know you've told me I need to journal, but I'm not there yet. But writing in my planner is like a form of journaling to me because it's, you know, pen to paper I'm writing. Yeah. I think for you, you need to once a day schedule it. (laughs) No, write out how you're feeling. Okay. Because uh, threes, fives, and nines are emotionally, Mm -hmm. are the emotionally repressed of the Enneagram, five being the most emotionally repressed. And so it's always like recommended in Enneagrams for threes, fives, and nines to keep a log of how they're feeling. Okay. I could do that. Yeah. There's a section in my planner for notes. Yes. Like on each day. Yeah. So maybe I'll just write like just some feelings. Yeah. Some adjectives. Yes. How you're feeling. Maybe even not even think of them as feelings. Just write down some adjectives. There you go. There you go. (laughs) That correspond with the day. Yes. Right? Yes. And your mood and all of that. Yeah. I think that that would be, that would be, be add another one Mm -hmm. to the list. Perfect. (laughs) You're motivating me now. So I've been saying that, you know, I need to get my life together for weeks. And (laughs) so yesterday I got home from snowboarding with Melanie and I did so much. I went to the store. I went, I went shopping. I did a little shopping for the apartment. I Um, love shopping. Oh, yes. I don't know if you see this like new statue right here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Love it. Um, Love it. And then I cleaned my entire apartment and I was like, Monday, my life is getting together. So I have a coworker, Katie, and we're going to start going to the gym together. We both got free gym membership at work. And so she's, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. She's never spent like so much time in the gym like we have. Um, and so I'm going to really like break it down for her, like squatting basics, deadlift basics, you know, like that kind of thing. Just, you know, get her kickstarted on something. That'll be so fun. Yes. And it'll help keep me accountable because I've just not been accountable in the gym at all. So yeah. Like it's sick. really, it's really hard. I'm actually glad that you said that because like it, it really is very, very hard. And obviously through the pandemic, we all felt that weird, like super high motivation at first. And then it just like kind of dropped off. Right. Yeah. And especially for people like you and I, like pe- athletes, people that are used to competing, it's been even harder because it's like, well, how the fuck do you train when like you're not training for anything? My computer just like played an ad on one of these <laughs> websites I have open. What was I say? <laughs> Training athletes. Yeah. So it's really hard to train like when you don't have anything, you know? So like I since so when the pandemic first started and all the gyms were closed and we had to like work out outside, I was having so much fun. I was basically doing like CrossFit style workouts again and I was loving it, you know, and then the gyms opened back up and I just like went back to lifting, Yeah, you know, cause that's you know, just whatever. So I just like went back to lifting, but I wasn't really loving it. Cause yeah. it's like, uh, just, just going to the gym. You lift and you sit and then you lift. And yeah. Then you sit. <laughs> yeah. And then I would just start like supersetting everything so that I could be done like pretty quick Quickly. and like, get out of there. Yes. <laughs> but then I started, it's been a few months now where I started just saying, fuck it, I'm going to try to get better at cardio, but like the lazy girl way. Yeah. And that's when I became obsessed with the Stairmaster. Okay. I shouldn't say obsessed, like not in an unhealthy way, but I'd never used the Stairmaster before. I think I was telling you this back in like February. I was telling you and Mel how like I discovered how much I love it. Yeah. (laughs) And so I just get on, I go on like level seven or eight, like nothing super crazy. And I just like 
walk the stairs. Yep. And then that turned in because I would just do it like 10 minutes. And then that turned into like 15 minutes, which turned into 20 minutes. And now it's like I'm doing, I rotate between stairs and incline walking for like 30, 45 minutes a day. But not in like a unhealthy, oh, I'm doing this because I need to lose weight or something like that. It's more just, oh, I probably should do this for my heart. And now I just really love like sweating and yeah. Like that. And I do it before I lift, which I know is like kind of backwards, but I just like it better that way. Yep. Anyway, so now since I'm at Vesta with the HIT classes, I'm taking HIT classes a few times a week, like from the other trainers at the gym. Mm-hmm. But I also yesterday took a heated spin class. Okay. I am obsessed. You love it. Love it. Love. I took spin for a long time when I lived in Puerto Rico. I've always loved spin. Mm -hmm. Um, I was telling Mark this yesterday where I – so before I got into CrossFit, so like post high school, during party days, (laughs) pre-CrossFit, I was doing spin multiple times a week, Mm -hmm. like three and four times a week I was doing spin. I was doing yoga. I was teaching and taking Pilates classes. And then I was doing beach boot camps and like surfing and skateboarding. And I'm just active as fuck. I just love sports and athletics and I just love doing like cool, fun things. Lifting weights is really cool and it's fun, but it's it's actually not the most athletic thing you can do. <laughs> yeah. And so then I got into CrossFit, which CrossFit is like a little bit of everything. And so I was feeling very fulfilled from CrossFit and I slowly dropped off of all the other activities I was doing because I was basically getting them in CrossFit. Yes. But then I stopped doing that and then I was focusing only on powerlifting and weightlifting for like four years and almost felt guilty if I did any other forms of fitness. And I'm glad you're bringing that up because that's something that I cannot stand about powerlifting and weightlifting. It's like they feel like we feel we, you know, we were there. Mm -hmm. We, We do the same thing. We feel like, like we cannot guilty. do anything else because it'll get in the way of how we'll perform when we go to the gym, which is stupid. Yes. It's stupid. Listen, the point of going to the gym and being fit and being active is so that you can do cool shit in your life. Amen. And weightlifting and powerlifting does the opposite. It like hinders you from doing anything else in your life because there's this weird subculture in those sports where it's like, no, you can't go on a run. It's going to fuck up your hip flexors. No, you can't go hiking. What if you fall and break your ankle? No, you can't do this. What if you pull? You know, it's like, fuck. So I actually can't be an athlete while I'm trying to be an athlete. Yeah. 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 It it's, a, it's something that you used to tell me a lot when I was just doing weightlifting. And then I would do like, I would ask you for little CrossFit mm-hmm. workouts. And my coach would yeah. say things like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. you just need to calm down. Like, don't do that shit. Just sit down. And it would be like, okay, but I, that's not the type of person I am. Like, I'm right. Like, I don't want to just sit down. I want to do other things. Yes. I want to use my body. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So like I say all that, but I what I didn't always listen to my coach. I usually lied to him a lot, <laughs> snuck things a lot. I mean, like do CrossFit and go on hikes and go do things and just like not tell. Yeah. Or remember one year before the Arnold, I was doing weightlifting and powerlifting, but I also was just like doing other – I was doing like CrossFit and stuff, and we were in the gym. It was like four days before the Arnold, and someone had said – you know, I haven't said anything about your prep because I'm not your coach, but I'm going to be really, really interested to see how you do at the Arnold. I think I maxed out like a three rep back squat literally four days before going out to yeah. Columbus, Ohio yeah. to lift for weightlifting. And I ended up 
getting like top 10 in my, yeah, like yeah. top 10 in a weight class of over a hundred girls. Yeah. I was, yeah, I like fucking crushed it. And I think that's largely because I was doing other things. Yes. And I agree with you. So the person who actually told Leah that was my coach and my mm -hmm. coach had me doing literally nothing the week before the Arnold, like he was like, go, go into the gym and just play with the bar a little bit. And I was just like, what the fuck? Okay. What the fuck ever? And I bombed out at the Arnold, mm -hmm. um, which means she didn't she didn't complete a lift. Yeah, what that means. So, which was so embarrassing, and it was on my birthday too. And I was just that like, like fucked you up for a long time. Too. It, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Did. And I, I truly believe it was because I didn't do shit that week. Because I after agree. that, after that, I was always telling my coach, "I'm not doing nothing. I'm not doing nothing." Because it's like my body forgets everything what to do. do nothing yeah yeah so i never did nothing again and i've never bombed again right amazing how like using your body will help you but that's old school weightlifting coaches yes they and love powerlifting. And, and powerlifting coaches they love to do that do nothing the week of mm. like no that doesn't work not okay. for everyone not so for it everyone, might work yeah. for some people yeah. but I'm not like I'm a very active person, you know, like I said, I like doing things. I like to use my body to do cool shit. So anyway, since so, you know, the last two months since doing cool shit again, like spin and hit classes and I'm going to taking a kickboxing class and I'm kind of nervous about it, but oh my God, know, don't be fine. Kickboxing is so good. It's so good. Yeah. I'm excited because I've never done that. Like I've done like shadow boxing as a, like in, no, like in workouts, you know, like I've done. <laughs> I can't stand it. It's like, I those, know, but I've, skaters. I, <laughs> I've done workouts though, where it's like shadow boxing. And so like, that's fine, but I've never done like kicks or anything. <laughs> I always get Brittany so shadow boxing. I get so annoyed on like people who aren't professional fighters post pictures of themselves shadow boxing yeah. and I'm like oh it's like the second hand embarrassment <laughs> okay feel you yeah oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll bleep that out that name yeah, I just yeah. said <laughs> I'm with you though but I'm I'm just excited to be doing like new stuff again. I was telling Mark yesterday how I just feel like I'm a lot more myself now, yeah. like just doing other fitness, yes. like other forms of fitness. And yes. so I'm saying that, and that kind of even goes in hand with at the, at the start where you said, you don't know how I do so much. It's I'm saying like in your life from business to fitness, like you don't have to do one thing. Yep. You can do many different things. You can do all the things. All of the things. Like there's not a rule that says you can't. Yeah. It's just people who make those rules. But like that's not true. Amen. So. <laughs> and not it's people as well, but it's also our fucking phones. Yes. They get in the way of everything. You're right. So dude. people put your phones down. Like I'm speaking to myself. Actually, I got that notification, you know, the notification that comes through that tells you your screen time. Mine yeah. was down 17% this week. There you go. Fuck yeah. So I'm working out now. That's going to be like a new goal that I'm assessing. I'm okay. about to pull up mine. Ugh. Wait, I like that. How do I find screen time? Um, I think oh, I, found it. I found it. Yeah. That's a good one that we should be like watching, right? Yes, yes, yes. 
And it's oh, funny. you can schedule downtime. Yeah, you can schedule downtime. So, um, <gasps> Melanie's friend. Do you want to hear mine? Yes, let's hear. Oh it. my god! Oh my god! I'm down seventy four percent screen time. Look at you. You know why? Because you take hour long fitness classes, and your phone has to be on the floor. <laughs> yep. There you go. <laughs> go take a class. Put your phone in your bag. <laughs> yes. Yes. So actually, our um, Melanie's friend Jess came out and snowboarded with us a couple weeks ago. And mm-hmm. she was talking about the screen time and her her screen time. She was like on her phone like an hour a day or something. And me and Mel, uh, we were on much longer than an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so that's something now I'll randomly send screenshots of our, our time. So I took a screenshot of mine and I'm going to be sending it to Jess and Mel soon. <laughs> Love it. That's a good one though. They have like screen time limits on Instagram as well. And the one on TikTok is actually my favorite. Okay. TikTok screen time limit, if you have it turned on, if you've been on the app for an hour, it pops up a screen and you have to put in your passcode again. Mm, see, I would always just put in my passcode and be like, oh, well, yeah, my passcode. But- Yes, but it's it's at least giving you the giving notification you that like, hey, bitch, you've been on here an hour. You've been on here for way too long. Go read a book. Yeah. So I really like that. But Instagram can do the same thing. Like yeah. you can say, okay, I only want to be on IG for like two hours today. Totally. And it'll pop up like you've been on here for two hours. Yes. Yeah. My friend Pat, she actually deletes the Instagram app off of her phone every evening. Every evening. And then yeah, up. when she hits her time limit that she like allots for herself, she deletes the app, and then she re-downloads it the next day. I might do that because this the screen time thing doesn't work for me because I'm like, no, I wasn't done. I'll decide yeah. when I'm done. You know, like <laughs> like I yeah, think the deleting so, would be better for me. Yeah, that might work. I'm logged into too many accounts, so deleting it would just be a pain it would in be the a ass. Lot, yeah. Yeah. But you're good. Yeah. You're good at like putting your phone down whenever you need to, like passes a certain time and stuff. Yeah. Basically, when uh, I've seen everything on my feed and I've seen all of the stories and there's nothing new, <laughs> I'll refresh it one more time. And then if there's then still nothing new, I'm like, okay. Yeah. 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 So when I say I don't miss anything, I don't miss anything. You can't hide shit from me yes. on the internet no. because I have a problem and I'll find it. Once you put it out there, Leah's going to know. I literally will see everything that you put on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) That is a warning. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I have been, like, very over social media, though. I think that – I think a lot of people are, but, man – I think it's like, Corona, you know, like we spent, I think so too. We spent the entire last year on social media because that was like our only option. I think you're right. But I have been noticing that people are for sure, as I think it's getting warmer, that people are like off more. Yeah. Cause like yeah. I'll and I only say that because I'll notice by like sending a message like in one of our group chats and no one no opens one it responds for, like, for a while. Even if it's like 10, 15, 20 minutes, but there's like eight girls in the group and you're like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fuck me then. Yeah. But I think it's because people are off their phones. Yeah. Which is good. Of course. Amen. So good. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to snow on Monday and I'm hoping that that's like the lot. They, they are always say that you know expect some snow around like mother's day but i am hoping that that's like kind of the end of it so i can start going to the park and me and sully can start going on longer walks i couldn't do it i can't i was telling i told mark yesterday and today 
I'm done with the cold. I can't do the cold anymore. I'm sick of being cold. Yeah. I hate the cold. Yeah. I'm I'm so fucking over it. And he keeps saying, if I hear you complain about the heat, and my response is always, when have you ever heard me complain about the heat? Yeah. I've never complained about the heat. The only time that heat is really bad is if you can't escape it. Yeah. Like if there's no way for you to feel any type of relief, mm-hmm. whether that's even just like an umbrella over your head, mm-hmm. that's when shade is – I mean shade. <laughs> that's when heat is bad. But you'll never catch my ass complaining about heat. I think heat is awful when there's humidity involved. Nah. So I Give hate it to summers me. in Georgia. Give it to me, baby. I've lived in in Georgia, Florida, and Puerto Rico. Humidity is in hate, my blood. Hate it. Hate I don't, it. I'm not saying I like it. But I'm fine with it. I swear, moving to Colorado, that's when I stopped getting migraines because of the humidity. You said that. Yeah. That's so wild. Now, I will say dry climates. My skin, my skin does so good in dry yeah. climates. Okay. Like any time I've spent an I've spent a good bit of time in on the West Coast, like mm-hmm. in Cal in California and Vegas in Nevada. Mm-hmm. And any time I've ever been to either of those places for longer than a few days, like up to a week. Yeah. My skin is fucking perfect. Yeah. And then I come home and it gets fucked up again. We'll figure it out one day. One day, maybe. God. <laughs> like skin has just been I'm okay right now, but Dude, and maybe that's something – I don't know if anyone wants to even hear about that, but like adult skin problems is so shitty. It's so shitty. And- because like you're told like, oh, you'll grow out of it. You'll grow out of it. And it's like, okay, well, when? And then you don't. And, or like something when? random will happen when your face is just covered and you're just like, what have I done? Or what yeah. is happening to me? And it's so just like depressing. Like, you know, when you get – and uh, not just like one pimple or two pimples. No, but like when, when you're like fucking like chin is fucked up. Yeah, and your cheeks yeah. and stuff, and you can't stop touching it, but that you know that you need to stop touching it, but you're just like so self conscious about it. It's just you know because people see acne as being like gross and dirty, but it's not that. Like you can be the cleanest person in the world, and you still can get acne. And it sucks. it sucks. It does a lot to your self-esteem. My sisters and I have always said that there was just no way that God could give us good skin because we have everything else. Yeah. Guys- and we'd just be like too powerful if we had good skin. Amen. That's why I say that. <laughs> That's why I said God made me hairy. <laughs> That's another thing. So God actually, he did, he not only gave us bad skin, but he gave us like not the best hair, but hair, like we buy hair. So, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I have, your skin, it's like, I have good head hair, but it also comes with yeah. the body hair that covers the body hair. entire body. Yeah. <laughs> but skin, I have spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on my mm. skin in the last few years. And like, is there a difference? No. Mm. <laughs> no. Isn't so frustrating. <laughs> It's like it there's is. no cure. I swear to God, if one more bitch that has perfect skin tells me how to take care of my skin, no. Uh-uh. We're Unless them. you are showing me before photos where your skin was as bad as mine or worse, I don't want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. So I, like some people are really great. Like um, I don't know if I should say her name. One of my friends is really great about being super honest when people are like, oh, what do you use for acne? Da, da, da. And she'll say, hey, look, I've just never really had problem skin. Mm-hmm. 
She's like, I might get a pimple here or there, but like, I don't have problem skin. And I'm really sorry to say that. And like, she's apologizing that she has good skin. Yeah. She's like, I'm so sorry that I can't help you. And it's like, well, no, thank you for telling me that I can't relate to you. Yes, totally. Love, love that for you. Mm-hmm. Love that your skin is great. But I also love that you told me that you've never been in my position. Amen. You know, Meanwhile, you have girls that are like, oh, yeah, this is what worked for me. And it's yeah. like, bitch, you've never had a pimple. Don't try to tell me. You've never had a pimple. Yeah, unfortunately. So for me, I I never had issues with acne until I moved to Colorado. And then both of my cheeks became covered. Your face got so – like your skin was like, what are we doing? Like what happened? And I – because I had never had acne, I went through – some darkness because I was, I would just stare at myself in the mirror and hate, hate my face. And I would send videos to my mom and she would be like, what's happening? You know? (laughs) So that makes it so much Yeah, I'm looking at my eyes, I'm tearing up and I'm just like remembering. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that's not funny, but like, that is funny for your mom to be like, oh my God, what happened? Well, because (laughs) she knows that I don't have issues with my skin and I've never had that acne like that. What happened to your face, bitch? I don't know. These are your genes. (laughs) You gave them to me. You tell me what happened. Yeah, she'd be like, what are you eating? And I'd be like, everything in sight because I'm sad. (laughs) (laughs) Everything. So was I was my skin bad because I was eating everything in sight, or was I eating everything in sight because my skin skin was was bad? bad. (laughs) (laughs) See, meanwhile, my my mom will be like, "I'm sorry, baby. We just don't have good skin." (laughs) (laughs) I'm just being real with you. She's like, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. I still get acne too. I'm like, what? No. You're 61. You're literally 30 years older than me, and you're still getting pimples. So no. tell me that. Uh, I can't do this. <laughs> but you know what? Photoshop is great. Hey. <laughs> Actually, not Photoshop. You and I both use Snapseed, but Photoshop is like more well known. You know, so yeah. You just like doop, and it's gone. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> I always tell photographers, I'm like, if you don't edit my skin, I will. So yeah, yeah. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. A photographer once said to me, though, and I always think about it, and this is why I don't feel bad about editing. He said that he will edit anything that can be healed. Yeah. So, like scars or acne or like. I don't know, hair out of place or anything like that. He'll edit those and like not ever really say anything about it or think about it. What he won't edit is like a birthmark, a beauty mark, freckles, stuff like that. Curves. He's like, yeah, yeah. He doesn't do that. But he's like, yeah, I mean, if it can heal, I'm going to edit it because it's not – we don't really want to time stamp your photo from like where your skin was at. Yeah, where you had a huge pimple on your (laughs) forehead the size of your anus. Yeah. But then I've had photographers like not edit my skin and then they'll send it to the company, a company that like the photos were for and then they don't edit it. I'm like, what? I'm fighting you. you. Yeah. It's like, have you not looked at my profile? Like fucking edit that photo, bitch. Edit. (laughs) Take those bumps off of my cheek. What's wrong with you? (laughs) How dare you? Yeah, totally. 
Um, oh I love gosh. getting on Instagram and finding girls who edit their curves in, though. And then, like, the fence behind them curved with it. Yeah, or they'll edit their curves into the first picture, but then the video that they edit or that they upload as well, when they when you swipe, you see what their body actually looks like, which is a beautiful yeah. body, but for some yes. reason, they'll fuck with their curves. And it's the world. It's men, and it's the world. Yeah. Beauty standards. Yeah. I've never edited my body but lots of people do. Lots. I only edit my skin for the yeah. record. Yeah. I only edit my skin or I'll edit – I've said in an, in one of our episodes, I'll edit things in my background. Yeah. Or you'll edit or like, like logos off a shirt, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll take yeah. – I'll pull a logo off of a shirt. Or if like my hair is pulled up weird and it's like a bald spot, <laughs> I'll edit that. Yeah. But I've never altered how my body looks. Yeah. I don't know how you can do that and not think, well, what someone's going to see me in real life. Yeah. What if somebody sees like, things? Yeah. Right? But the video thing is fucked too. Like if you're going to edit your body, then you shouldn't ever post video. Yeah. Because – Like only post photos. Like that's how people will know that you're edited. Right. Yeah. Totally. Bizarre. But it is – it's 100% because of social media. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure like there's health. like case studies on it, like on like the mental, oh, yeah. the mental effects of social media on like millennials wanting to like edit their bodies. Because I feel like totally. Gen, is are, is Gen Z like about that? Like I feel like TikTok, you know, like you were talking. They about don't even time. edit. They don't. They even don't edit filters. They don't get. Yeah. They don't get dressed up no. for their video. Yeah, like they're so. My sister Nancy, who. By the time this episode is live, you guys will have all already heard her episode. So she's like right on the – she's like at the end of being a millennial. So she can still relate to Gen Z. Um, and she's even in part of that like group where they don't edit their photos like at all. They don't yeah. put filters on their photos. Yeah. It's like cool to have a shitty photo. It's cool to take a photo in front of like a nasty-ass gas station. Like grungy. Like that's like – yeah. Idiot. Yeah, which I love that for them. Yes. I love that for all of them. They don't believe in like having pretty Instagram feeds. Yeah. And like that sort of thing. So I think that's really great. Um, but our generation, I think, will forever be stuck in like having to perfect how they look online. And that's annoying, isn't it? It is annoying. I still I still keep contemplating making another Instagram just to like fuck off on. Yeah. Just post so we'll whatever see. you want. Yeah. Yeah. And like, why not? Right. There's this girl that um, I follow and I will say her name because I think that it just, if anyone wants to follow her, like you should, her name is Des B or Des Pfeiffer. Okay. And she's been around in the fitness industry for a really long time, actually, like in the bodybuilding world. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> for, I didn't follow her for a very long time because people that I knew didn't like her. And this is, that's shitty of me. Right. But People I knew didn't like her, so I was like, uh, I won't follow her. But then I started naturally following her on my own because she started popping up in my, like, explorers and stuff. And let me tell you, I love this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. And – but the reason – and you guys can follow her and decide on your own. But the re I'm bringing her up because she has so many Instagram accounts. And they're each for different purposes. And I love it because she has no shame behind it, right? Like, she has no shame that she runs all these, like, multiple Instagram accounts. Mm-hmm. 
So she has her main one, which is Desby, and that's her fitness account. She has like close to 300,000 followers on it. She runs her business through that account, whatever. Then she has what used to be her personal account, which is Des Pfeiffer, but that one has like almost 30,000 followers. So how the fuck can a personal account like have that have many? That you many. Know? Yeah, but that account is more like she posts her husband and her son on that one and like more of her like cute non-gym outfits, you know? Yeah. But then she has her new account, which it's private. So she like vets everyone that she lets follow. I'm pretty sure she's only letting girls follow that account. And but it still has like over 6,000 followers. But it's called Sunscreen and Sarcasm, which first of all, what an amazing name. Okay. Right? So great. But on that account, she gives no fucks. She Love posts it. whatever she wants on it. She'll post herself looking rough. Yeah. <laughs> like on her stories, like real rough. Like she'll be like, just woke up. Yeah. <laughs> and it's to me, it's really refreshing and really like almost inspirational to be like, I want to do that. Yeah, totally. I want to do that. Yeah, I want to post a photo of me looking ugly as fuck. Well, <laughs> you were talking about on the social media episode, you've never like you posted just like personal things on Instagram for a very short time. And then yeah. it went into the monetization of your account. Right. So you would get to do that if you did open that private account, that personal right. account. And you could like make never done the fun stuff. Nobody who, um, nobody who, no. you know, nobody from, you got to pass the vibe check. Yes. <laughs> no, no unwanted people are allowed yeah you know basically if you're on my close friends list on ig i'll accept you onto my new private account so sorry and if you don't get the it. notification mm. <laughs> aka like four people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm just kidding but yeah i think that that would be where i would post maybe like non-edited photos yeah totally right totally like there's times where i want to post like i don't know Sometimes I drink like really cool beers. Yeah. Like cool beers, like with cool packaging. But like I can't post that on my main feed. Yeah. Yeah, that's you true. Know? Or like like a picture of a flower. Yeah, like I can't post. post those things. Yeah. So like if I want to post my dogs, like I can, but it has to be so strategically planned. Yeah. It's like uh, it's like everything. I just want to like photo dump what I want. Just be free. I want to be free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just wait. Okay. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm gonna do something that Br- it's probably gonna put Britney's floor on the ground or jaw on the floor. <laughs> I fucked that up. Jaw. I'm floor on the jaw. <laughs> All right. You like my There's shirt? A song. I always ask you if you like my shirt. <laughs> I do actually. That's very cute. It was like tighter yesterday, but had some sex anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't edit that out. <laughs> Please leave that. I really enjoyed that. All right. I'm going to do something. Do All it. right. So there's a song that gets stuck in my head two to three times a week. Okay. Okay. I'm going to sing this song. Sing to it you. to me, baby. And I want you to tell me if you know what it is. Okay. So I I sang this song out loud to Mark the other night. And he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, this fucking song. It's in my head all the time like at any moment this song is just there okay and he was like i don't know what fucking song that is that's not a song and then i played it for him and he looked at me and he was like are you fucking kidding that's what you were singing but to me it sounds identical and i don't know how he did 
<laughs> I don't know how he didn't know what it was instantly. Okay. All right. I'm going to turn my laptop because I don't think I can see myself. Doing okay, this. okay. I'm prepared. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> okay. All right. Laptop is turned. <laughs> okay. Oh, sometimes I got a good feeling. Yeah. I got a feeling and I know, no, no. <laughs> Of course, uh, I never, 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 never been like this before. Wait, that's not so good either. <laughs> oh, sometimes I, I got a good feeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, do you know the song? Because yeah. I'm going to play it. Yeah. Oh, sometimes. That's it. Dance That's break. Avicii, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Mark was like, are you singing a fucking Avicii song? <laughs> Yes, I. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> Love it. That was such a fun right. little moment. I'm like, Thank I you. want to tell everybody, like, when Leah says that she has been doing this, like, self work, more positivity, more just like allowing herself to just like do things. Who I she am. absolutely is because I would have never heard Leah sing. I would have never <laughs> thought that I'd catch Leah dancing. Like that shit is like. Like, you know, she's finally listening to her body, like what's inside her. Yeah. She's letting it come out instead of just yeah. controlling everything. I Love am. It. I am. Love I'm it. also wondering if it has anything to do with me now being 31. I wonder. And you're just, you like, know, because people always, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like the number one thing you hear about people that talk about being in their 30s is that they now no longer care about the trivial shit that they cared about in their 20s. Yeah. And I don't know, and maybe it's a combination of like all this self work that I'm doing, but then also being 31 of just being like, you know what? It doesn't matter. Yeah. None, of it matters. None of it matters. I said this to Christina the other day. She said something. It was, and of course, it was like about Instagram. It was like posting something. And I said, you know what though? It's all fucking fake and none of it matters. Yep. And like for me to say that to someone not in a joking way, because I'll say that jokingly a lot, but really deep down inside, I'm like, no, it matters. <laughs> But now I'm just like, no, it actually doesn't matter. Like, it's fake. Yeah, it absolutely is. And I think that, like, the biggest thing that has helped me with that is realizing that everybody is in their own heads about mm -hmm. themselves more than they're, yeah. like, they're, like, they're thinking about themselves or they're projecting something about themselves onto you. So right. All so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's like that one TikTok, like, we're just a speck. We're just a speck flying through the earth or whatever. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all we are. Totally. It really – it doesn't matter at all. And I'll notice it like at the gym, right? There's mirrors all over my gym. And me with the like bartending background, I'm looking at what's behind me. Yeah. So just like f to make that make sense, in bars, I'm sure everyone know if you've ever been to a bar, you know and notice that there's mirrors the behind background. the bar. Yeah. There's two reasons for this. One, because it gives the illusion of more space. But the main reason for that is so that when the bartender's back is towards the, the crowd, the customers, you can still see what's going on behind you. Because obviously we're dealing with money and alcohol. 
So you need to be able to see behind her back. So in the gym, I usually am looking at the people behind me. I'm not looking at myself. Yeah. But what I'll notice is that no one else is looking at anyone except themselves. Except themselves. Yeah. Like people are just watching themselves. Yeah. And that's like in life, yeah. right? Like yeah. I'm not – and it's like if I'm looking at someone, it's usually not to judge them. It'll maybe be like, oh, I wonder what those shoes are. Yeah. Or, you know, like something it'll like be that. something that has – yeah, like that has nothing to do with what you're doing. See, mine is like I wish they would talk to me or like, you know, yeah. like that. Like I'm always like, I would like to be their friend. Yeah. <laughs> but but you kind of can just like go up to people, you know, oh. if, you, if you really wanted to. Oh. Oh. I That doesn't scare me. Yeah, no, I'm too shy for that. I definitely go up to people. I definitely. Or like. In my bubble. Yeah. Or like the, like the spin class that I took yesterday. I took it because when I was in the locker room at the gym, a girl was like, oh, my God, do you work at Vesta? And I was like, yeah, I do. And she was like, yeah, I go to Vesta. I'm like uh, in training to work there as well. And I was like, What? And she's like, yeah, but I actually also teach here. And she teaches the spin classes and we got to talking and I took her fucking spin class amazing. and it was amazing. And she's like a new friend now. But it's all just because she was like, do you go to Vesta? Yeah. You know? But like I'll do that to people too. Yeah. It doesn't scare me at all oh to gosh, be like, I hey, I'll ask, I actually will ask people at the gym all the time, like, where are those shoes from? Yeah. Or I'll be like, I really love that sports bra. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like – I'm just – I'm just shy. I don't know. I just can't break out of it. That's okay, too. Yeah. One day I'll make friends. Because there's people like me who would go with exactly. you. Exactly. Us shy girls need our, our outgoing girls to help us out yeah. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So I know we've been talking a lot. This was like a catch-up episode, you know? I yes. think everyone needed this. We needed this. So if we needed it, that means other people needed it. Okay. Because, duh, sometimes yeah. we just need to catch up. Yeah. So I want to end this on just like a couple, a couple little, little funsies, right? Okay. Little, little funsies. I found this website and of course it's herb.co. It's for weed smokers. And which I maybe should say, cause I wrote it down in my notes to you, Brittany, about things that I wanted to catch up on. Okay. And my THC consumption has fucking skyrocketed. Okay. And maybe that has a lot to do with my newfound happiness maybe. and just like, you know. Yeah. Aloof, aloof personality. I've just been smoking my life away. But I, I've found ways that I can do it while continuing to be productive and continue to do the things that I need to do to do all of the things. But I'm able to just like smoke. While yeah. I'm doing it. I mean, nope. that's like the difference with like weed and alcohol. Like I can't do shit yeah. when I'm drunk, but I can no. I can do anything when I'm high. Totally. I used to not be that way though for years, you know, Brittany, like I only would smoke at night, yeah. like when everything was done and I knew I wasn't going to leave my house and I was already ready for bed and yeah. then I would smoke. And then I slowly just started smoking earlier and earlier and now it's like smoking a lot and that's okay. <laughs> it's okay because I'm being productive. Amen. But I found this website and it's things that instantly are going to snap your mind in half. And this might only be like funny to people that also smoke weed, but I'm going to read a few of them. And Brittany, I, I would like your reactions, okay? Okay. This, this is a react type thing. Is there another word for synonym? Uh, well, you know, because synonym is when there's a word for another word. Uh, so does synonym have a synonym? Does synonym have a synonym? <laughs> I've Probably not. The only thing I can think right now is cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's a synonym for synonym. Okay. Right? There's a, that's kind of, there's, yeah, no. 
Yeah. All right. So uh, if I weigh 99 pounds and I eat a pound of nachos, am I 1% nacho? Absolutely. <laughs> Brittany said absolutely. <laughs> but this one is a good one. If Cinderella's shoe fit perfectly, how did it fall off of her foot? Um, because she didn't know how to walk in heels. <laughs> <laughs> But if it fit perfectly, it fit perfectly, you know? <laughs> if you were born deaf, what language would your thoughts be in? Oops, I just hit my mic. Picture. Hieroglyph. <laughs> like, do you think in in words if you're born deaf? That's a good question. And there's probably oh studies on it, but we're not we're not looking that up. No, right now. pictures. I think pictures and colors. Maybe. But not everyone thinks the same. You're Do you right. remember this You're fucking right. argument like a year and a half ago when we when the internet found out that, that some people, people think in words and some people, people think in pictures? Voice in their head. They don't have a voice. Like there's people that don't have a voice in their head. I have the voice, but it's really hard for me to uh, like imagine things. I can do it all. I can't. It's hard because I am superior, and I we know this, but I can. <laughs> But no, no, for real. I can see. I like think thoughts. I think thoughts, but I can I also see. Like I, I constantly have a song playing in my head in the background. I remember talking about it in therapy one time. Like she was like, I was bawling my eyes out, and she was like, "Okay, like asking me all kinds of questions." And I was like, "I don't know. Like all I can hear is music right now." And she was like, "What?" I was like, <laughs> "It's like a jukebox going on in my head. It's just music. Like right now." The weekend, oh my gosh! The weekend, save your tears. Like you can ask me this at any moment of every day. I have like a song playing thing. in my head. All right, moving forward, we will be asking you that every yes. episode. Like this entire time, what I've the been fuck? Singing, I don't know why I ran away. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm fucking Avicii's in my head at all times, so I guess I at least you get new songs. I get new songs. <laughs> you get new songs. Fuck. I'll put in my application for a new song. <laughs> so George, um, actually, George has that same same mind. Like he always has a really? song in his head too. Yeah. Maybe that's because you were theater kids. Maybe like. Just, Wait, were you in theater? I was in theater. I was in chorus. I was drama. Like, yeah. Just like all. Maybe of that. that's why. Maybe that's why. Yeah. I don't know. Musical this one's a little line. bit nerdy, Go and ahead. I don't. I actually don't. I actually don't know. This will be my next question. Okay. If you work as a, as security at a Samsung store, does that make you the guardian of the galaxy? <laughs> Do you have a little raccoon friend? (laughs) The raccoon. Okay, so you do watch Marvel. Have I ever asked you that? Okay, okay, just making sure. Yeah. All right, all right. I'm just skipping past the dumb ones, you know. Skipping past the dumb ones. Okay, if Apple made a car, would it have windows? That's funny. Yeah, that's a good one. This is also like a mind-blowing question, and I genuinely would like a response. Okay. If when you get out of the shower and you're clean and you use a towel, how does that towel get dirty if you're clean when you're using it? Um, If you don't hang it up and let it completely air dry. Right? (laughs) But wouldn't that mean you don't need a new towel? Ever. I change out my towel every week for the record. Uh, I actually don't know if that's a good frequency or not either. So, yeah, actually, maybe let me know. 
I think I I do mine like every three or four days. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> so Fuck. hopefully that's enough. That's a weird one. Yeah, I'm like, enough. wait, I just realized I don't know if that's enough. <laughs> Will we be judged? <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, all right, so here's a good question, and there's probably an answer for it, but we don't care about the actual answer. Who put the alphabet in alphabetical order? Like, who decided that's the order? Who spelled phonetics the way it's spelled, and why is it not spelled phonetically? <laughs> that's a good one, Brittany. I almost was speechless. I almost for a second didn't have a response because that is some real shit right there. Phonetics is not spelled phonetically. It's spelled so stupidly. Like, it's just. Why is it not spelled with an F? With an F. And, like, why is there, like, a phonetic, like, a. Wait, how do you spell phonetics? There's a U. There's like a- phonetics <laughs> is, like, P-H-O. It's, like, spelled phonetics. But it should be spelled F-U-N-etics. There's, there's no U in phonetic. <laughs> no, but it should be spelled F-U-N-E-T-I-C-S. Oh, I you said there's a U. No, no, no. It should be spelled fun edits, but it's spelled phone edits. Yeah, like I – So does that mean our phones should be pronounced fun or should phonetically be pronounced phonetically? Maybe we're pronouncing phonetics not phonetically. Yeah, maybe the person who – Maybe we're wrong. Uh, what are we right about? Maybe it's supposed to be phonetically. What is – Did you say what are we right about? Yeah. Nothing. What is Nothing internet? Real. What it's is not real? What is Wi-Fi? I don't know. How actually, does it work. What is it? I saw one of those videos where it was like, I don't understand how things work. Videos, yeah. and someone was like, How the fuck does Bluetooth work? Like, I don't understand how if you just turn something on and now all of a sudden you can just send something to that device. How the yeah. fuck does Bluetooth work? And you don't need to be on Wi-Fi for Bluetooth to work. It just works. And and how? So my mom asked me this question the other day. She said, "If I load more files onto my computer, does that make it heavier?" <laughs> that's good that's good all right this is gonna be just because the list yeah the rest are bad so we're gonna i'm gonna end this with one more okay this is another nerdy one if professor x can move objects with his mind why can he not make his legs move right 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 yeah like just make one i wonder if like he can only do it I mean, I'm not a, I'm not well versed in X Men theorem, <laughs> but maybe I'm actually not either. Amber's like super, super well versed in X Men, so maybe we'll ask her. Okay, so maybe can he only control like one thing at a time? Like maybe he no, if, no. So he can control like a million things at a time. So yeah, why don't just control your legs, bruh? I don't know. Make a move. Make a move. It's simple as we'll that. ask Amber. Yeah. Amber knows much more about X-Men than I do. I wish I had that that power, knowledge. that ability to know. Oh. <laughs> I wish I had knowledge about X-Men. I was going to say, you know, you can just watch them. <laughs> no, I'm okay with the amount of X-Men knowledge I have right now. Okay, okay. But I wish that I could use my mind. I wish I could be Matilda and just Matilda yes. cleaning my room, Matilda cleaning my uh, or cooking dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down with that. That's actually a good way for us to leave off. Is that like your final answer for a superpower you'd like to have? <sighs> no, I wish I could be invisible. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So people can't perceive. I would. L- 
Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I would really like to have the powers that the Scarlet Witch has. Okay. Where you can like change someone's reality. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like where I can literally just get into your mind and alter the reality you're living in. That's what I would like. So that makes me think of the butterfly effect. Have you ever seen it? It's – yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit like that. I love that But movie. she – yeah, she can like trap you in like your nightmare. I love that movie. What, Butterfly Effect? I am I love <laughs> the Butterfly Effect. Okay. I don't know why. Like, I just – like I, I haven't the, seen that in a long time. I can – like, I have, like, scenes playing in my head right now. I, oh, wow. I love the Butterfly Effect. It's one of my favorites. Because I think okay. – I think it's one of my favorites because for a long time in my life, I always wish – I wish I could go back and change this. I wish I could go back yeah. and change this. Um, so I think it just speaks to me in a grand way. Okay. okay. Love that movie. Wait, what's your favorite movie? I'm now I'm trying I know I was like trying to think. Um I have a few movies that are like top top number ones for me, but one the one that like always pops up is number one, but like borderline it makes me feel like I should have a better favorite movie, but that's also a really dumb concept. Amen. Or like thought to have, right? Yeah. Um so I'm just going to go with what's always been my number one. <laughs> it's called Now and Then. A lot of people don't know what it is. Isn't that romance? It's like a romance, right? Yeah, kind of. So Now and Then has um, Demi Moore in it, Rosie O'Donnell before she came out. Demi Moore? Is that – did I say that right? It's Demi. Why did that just sound wrong to me? <laughs> Demi? No, that was right. Demi, Demi. Moore? Demi. De- did I say that wrong? That's funny because my I- Kutcher was married to her and he was in the Yes. Her, but- yeah. Demi Moore. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. So it's just, it's a romance comedy. It is just, yeah, Demi Moore. Yeah. It is just so fucking good. Rita Wilson is in it. I love Rita Wilson. And it's just like about these oh, girls that are all. Richie. Yes. Yeah. It's just about these girls that were. Like, pretty different growing up, but they were best friends. There's four girls, and then they all grow up to be these different people. And it's just like, it's real. It's just such, yeah, fuck. It is just such a good movie. And it's like all about this one summer, and they like get into seances and they meet a witch and they start talking to her. It's just like, ugh, I just love that movie. And I don't know how many times I've seen it, but I'm going to have to watch it. It's a lot. I'm going to have to watch it. It's so good. It's just so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Now and then. So, if you haven't watched it, it's a good movie. Yeah. Love so it. my favorite movie is Interstellar. So I love space. Oh, what? No, that is yes. the most anxiety-driven movie ever. Oh, my God. I love it. So like the reason oh my God. So the reason I love it is it has everything from me. Like I love space movies. I love – Okay. Love – I have daddy issues like crazy. Um, <laughs> I love Matthew McConaughey. I love it halfway. Like it just has everything for me and it's like a mind fuck. I love a good mind fuck movie. But ultimately I think that what makes it my favorite part, the the one scene that makes it like my favorite movie in the world is when he is off in space and he gets his first video message from his daughter and it's her birthday and they're the same age. And I just Mm -hmm. always imagine me and my dad, like, you know, my dad chose to leave this earth. Matthew McConaughey chose to leave this earth and leave his daughter. Like, it's like, I, I see it. 
I like put it together Aww. and I'm like, <gasps> you know, like that's what I think my mind just like likens it to. Yeah, totally. That's definitely what it is. Yeah. I've seen I, that that's too, so many times. It's too much uh, anxiety for yeah, me. Yeah, see, so that's like my favorite thing, type of thing to watch. Like I like like comedies, like I love a good comedy, but I'm not like, I won't go out of my way for a comedy. I will go out of my yeah. way for like a mind fuck or a deep thinking movie more than yeah. a comedy or a romance. Unless the romance movie is going to make me bawl my fucking eyes out, <laughs> then I will go out of my way for it. Okay. But other than that. I, I actually, so now and then I always just say that's my number one because that literally became my favorite movie when I was like 10 years old, maybe even younger. Yeah. And I just always go back to it and like I could literally watch it at any time. I just fucking love that movie. Yeah. But my next two genres of mu- of movies, actually, that, like, I'll always go for, the first would be Italian mobster movies. So, like, Goodfellas, Reservoir Dogs, like, those are – and, like, Quentin Tarantino, like, those oh, are my favorites. Yeah. Love them. Love a good Quentin Tarantino movie, but love, love, love a good mobster movie. Goodfellas is – Goodfellas is it. Mark has never seen it, and I can't get him to, like, want to watch it because, oh. unfortunately, the little trailer clip that's on Netflix is, like, not – a good scene. Why do they do that? They it's don't like, play the trailer. I don't know. They don't no. play a scene. It's like such a, yes. And it's a really bad scene that they chose on Netflix. And it just does not depict the movie. But Goodfellas especially is really great because it's based off of a true story. And like there's a scene in it where this one, like they burned down a restaurant. My mom remembers when that restaurant was burned down. And she remembers it being known that the mobsters burned it. Like it wasn't an accident. Yeah. Like so that's why I really, really love that. I like – have you seen Donnie Brasco? No, actually, I haven't. But I've always heard about you it. You need to watch it, Johnny. Okay, Depp. I'll watch like, it. I'll oh, watch it's it. so good. And if you, especially if you love like Italian mobster movies, like ooh, yeah, Donnie Brasco. Okay, I'll watch it. I've always heard yeah. about it. I just haven't yeah. watched it. I tend to just rewatch movies. I do too. I um, do too. But then I also so then like my second favorite style of movie that I generally generally have to watch alone just because like Mark definitely doesn't care about them is like indie type of movies. So one of my favorites is called The Longest Week and it's with Jason Bateman and Olivia Wilde and it's like really quirky and it's filmed in a way that's more of like that indie style of filming. But it's such a good movie also because I can highly relate to it where Jason Bateman like falls in love with Olivia Wilde in like hours of meeting her and they have this really deep and intense relationship for five days. Okay. And it's like, oh, <laughs> like I know how this happens. Yes, totally. <laughs> and it's just, it's so good. I love that. So any movie that's in that genre, I always okay. love. So that makes me think of the movie Wanderlust. Have you ever seen that? Yes. Yeah. So it's like Wanderlust or like 300 Days of Summer or is it 500 Days of Summer? 300. And yeah. Okay. And basically no, no, no. any, <laughs> I think it's 500 Days of Summer. And then there's like, like any, anything Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in is usually really great. Like he's usually in those like indie style films. Yeah, I just Olivia Wilde. Like, I love most of what she's in because she's not in a lot of stuff. Even though she's such a well-known, like, amazing actor, so usually any of the stuff that she's in are those more like totally lower level type of movies. Yeah. Anyway, I watched. Uh, we've been talking a while. It's been a long. It's all right. What'd you watch? I watched Annihilation okay. last night. Oh, that movie is so good but until the end. I see the end scares me. Like. Like the oh, the end was like what? No, what a cop out! 
I hated that. Really? I think I, I Yeah, but I loved the movie. I, I got super baked and I was just watching it and I was like, Oh, I love everything that like this what alien thing? I don't know. They yeah. into it. But I love how it like like the flowers that were coming out of like and there's a lot of butthole looking things in the movie. Like <laughs> I'm telling you, like I said butthole three times throughout the whole movie because there's just these like big black gaping holes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> flowers are like coming out of, but I just love I love the cinematography, and then the end, like I don't mind the end, like I oh I hated it that thing that comes out of the butthole, uh, <laughs> and it's just like a plasma her, and then mm -hmm. I just I love it, but I, I I'm also I love her like portrayal of like like I'm connected with this man, like me and this man are like star-crossed lovers and we're just i mean they, they don't say that but yeah 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 the, like when she says like the rest of the girls didn't have a reason to come back and she had her reason to come back i'm like yes <laughs> you had to go and save your man <laughs> yeah so you love that love it. that is so funny there is another movie that i'm really trying to think of but i'm gonna have to like share it on Instagram because I'm I'm gonna have to like ask my sisters for backup because there's this one it's an indie movie that is so weird but it is so good like two kids in love type of thing okay. I love those movies but the longest week I think you would really okay, like I'm gonna have to look into it yeah you know what it's filmed in a very similar style as Wes Anderson movies so I love Wes Anderson films okay. so the longest week is filmed a lot like the Royal Tenenbaums or the Buda the Grand Budapest Hotel, like very that like like quick clips. Yes. Yeah, I love those. Wes Anderson actually is probably my favorite director, and then Quentin Tarantino would be second. But Wes Anderson films are just oh, they speak to me on such a deep spiritual level. Okay. The knee, my knee cap that's tattooed with a fox is because of Fantastic Mr. Fox. Okay. I love Wes Anderson. The colors. Oh, the Royal Tenenbaums is honestly such a great fucking movie. Okay. I don't think I've oh, I love one. it. It's so good. Um, Luke Wilson is in it and it's just very like, yeah, I just, I love it. Wes Anderson. That's, it's just a very specific type of acting and filming. Okay. I gotcha. You know, um, the way they cut clips like that. I don't think that I have a favorite director. director. I have a favorite uh, score composer. I think that's what you call it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Who does like Hans Zimmer. Interstellar. He's done Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. He's done the Batmans. He's done Lion yeah. King. That's, yeah, that's a thing to like love. Amazing. The person who does that. Amazing. Yeah. Like Quentin Tarantino is such a great yeah. director because he's known for a lot of blood yeah. and a lot of cussing. Yeah. But he also like he was set to only do I think it's 18 movies okay. in his career. So I believe he only has one left okay. or something like that. Like he had all I, I should have looked that mm -hmm. up before I said it. But it's something about Quentin Tarantino has always said he was only going to do a very specific number of films and he's like almost done. Okay. So like yeah. coming into the, the his line of work, he he was just like, mm -hmm. these are the movies yeah, I'm like, doing. Yeah, and he puts himself in either all or almost. I think all yeah, of them, he always does like cool. a cameo. Yeah, which of course always reminds me of Stanley. Oh, of course, R.I.P. Because he always put himself in. I yeah. know, R.I.P. Yeah. 
Yeah. Have you ever heard of, you know, Roman Polanski? Mm-mm. So he, he no. directed Rosemary's Baby and he has a bunch of the Rosemary's Baby has a bunch of I don't know if it's conspiracy theories or, okay. or what, but it's very interesting. Maybe we should do an episode on it, actually. Didn't they say, didn't like a lot of fucked up things happen on that yeah, set? Yeah, it's a cursed movie, yeah. cursed set, like the people on it curse. You know, kind of like the poltergeist, like the little girl that was on the poltergeist. Like they said that oh she my was God, cursed. Wait, all right. Yes. Okay. This just, we're definitely, our next episode is going to be that. So listen, if you guys, anyone listening has any submissions, please, please, please submit them. I want to do a topic on this because there's also, I had watched a VH1 special when I was a teenager about ways that they filmed horror films, like back in the day. Uh I would love to talk about this because there's like really cool shit about. Should we save it? Just let's just say that. Yes. No, I wasn't going <laughs> to tell the story, but that there's like Silence of the Lambs, the way that they filmed that. Like, there's really cool things about it. So, yeah, this is going to be an episode. You can, we can talk about the Poltergeist, First Mary's Baby, Silence of the Lambs. I want to talk about that stuff because it's, there's weird shit that used to go on on like movie sets. Eee! Oh my gosh. This is so exciting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. We're going to end this. We're at 90 minutes now and people might not even be listening anymore. If you are listening, we love you. We love you so much. Leave us a comment on IG if you listen to our whole things. It doesn't matter which post it is. It doesn't matter what comment you leave. Just like, just let us know. Let us know that you made it this whole time. Yeah. I know, I know Madison's listening. Shout out, shout out Madison. Madison. I know you're listening. I know my mommy is listening. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So now we just need to know who else listens to these full long ass episodes because we promise we will put some short ones out. Yes. So you can just turn on while you're like sitting on the toilet. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) So anyway, you guys, you know, the vibes, we like to keep it real with you. Sometimes we get into some serious shit and then sometimes we just have some fun casual talks like we did today. We appreciate you all being here so much. Please remember to forward this to a friend. Let them, let them know we're here. Help us grow so we can keep having these combos with you and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.